Hallelujah. I always say if I can stand here and speak about Jesus, anyone can. Uh, and uh, I believe that God will, in the coming days, give all of us opportunities Amen. to share the love of Jesus in our own special way. Our life is the pulpit. Uh, so, we are always ministering, we are always preaching. Uh, and uh, that awareness, that consciousness uh, will take us far in our relationship with Jesus. And this morning the Lord has put in my heart to share something about character. And uh, it's, a, it's a vast topic. It's, a, it's a something with a lot of depth. Uh, it's, not, it's, it's something that you can't understand from preaching. It's more practical. Conferences like this, events like this, meetings like this are our opportunity um, to have a focused attention um, to hear what heaven wants to talk to us, right? As we run this Christian life with our understanding and our personal relationship and whatever journey that we are on, moments like this, meetings like this, um, consecrated times like this helps us to pause, reflect, prune ourselves, understand where we are going, uh, whether there has been any, you know, rerouting and whether we can come back on the path. And I think that uh, I believe, you know, I was hearing from my uh, sons uh, about how the conference have been. And after every session, you know, my son, Pastor Jitin, will be like, mind-blowing, Pastor Prajee mind-blowing this has been oh this has blown my mind oh this has changed my perspective and and I was like okay uh, Lord is doing something amazing here uh, but we can't be just listeners of word we have to be doers so whatever we receive here we have to sustain and we have to find a way to amplify that in our life uh, because uh, number of our attendance in churches, our attendance in meetings and conferences is not what takes us closer to God. You know, uh, what percentage of that is my lifestyle? What percentage of that is now me? Uh, will determine uh, where are we in this walk? Where are, how closer are we towards our destiny? Right? Uh, while we are all working professionals, we have our own job, but that's not our calling, that's not our purpose. That's just a secondary thing that God has given us to just survive on this earth. Primarily, we are all called to share the love of Jesus. And uh, this is the only job that is very stringent and have certain demands. Uh, <laughs> and uh, these demands are very different from the corporate world. Uh, these demands are more transformational in nature. Uh, uh, these demands uh, require a lot of, um, what do you say, how you say, mind over matter. Uh, it requires a lot of your personal dedication and time and decision and action uh, to get things happening. Uh, I have a couple of, you know, things that I want to share and my heart is to pray for all of you and I would like to do that. Uh, when Bible spoke about job, uh, and we know, all know about Job, right? And when the Bible begins, while we know that Job was a wealthy man, uh, he lost everything and then he gained everything. But Job 1.1 begins with not talking about his wealth, but begins by talking about his character. You know, he became the focus of heaven not because of the wealth, but because of his character. 
And then the Bible goes on to say what all he had. Uh, the fact that he had victory in whatever he faced is because of that job one one. You know, because world can take away everything but not your character. It can take your job, it can take your money. Uh, it has control to a lot of things. But the control of a character or the, the, what do you say, how do I say it? The agreement to have a compromise in character can only happen when you nod a yes to it. You understand? And that's what Job held so tightly throughout everything, right? He lost his children, he lost his money, uh, his livestock, everything. His wife uh, preferred him to be a dead man. Uh, his friends, who once called him a very good man, started asking him if there was an issue with him, right? Or how can this happen to him? So uh, there was ex existential crisis, there was identity crisis, there was no warmth from family or friends, and he lost everything that he once was known for. But what he held on was his character. And how do we know that? Is because, you know, whenever you hear a news, right? Whenever you hear a bad news, the way you respond to the bad news tells what is controlling your heart. Tells you what is your belief system. Right? The moment, the moment a boss threatens you to that you will lose your job and you're like, oh, pastor, you have no idea. You know what happened, right? There. That should tell you that very moment that whole, your ref, my refuge is not Yahweh, my refuge is my job. That's why you were shaken by someone's voice, by someone's sentence. Because that should tell you that the superior voice has very little control over your life. But when this news of destruction came to Job, look at his reflex action, right? His instinct. What is his instinct? He gives and he takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What does that tell you about him? That he, that whatever he knew about this God was good enough for him to have faith on this God irrespective of whatever is happening on the outside. So he looked at the dead bodies of 10 children and he's saying, blessed be the name of the Lord. You understand? Imagine. He's, he's hearing this news that everything is destroyed and he says, blessed be the, oh my God. And you have to understand that this is in Old Testament. So he's not operating even in, in Holy Spirit or he's, he didn't hear the news and he went in tongues. No. Uh, <laughs> this is in Old Testament. In fact, you have to understand his relationship towards the end when God speaks to him. He says that, my God, till now, till this very moment, I had only heard about you. But now my eyes have seen. So, whatever faith realm that he's operating is on the basis of what he heard about God. So imagine a New Testament believer like you and me, who have the privilege of little bit more than just hearing him. Seeing him, experiencing him, touching him, knowing that he is with us, within us. Can you imagine the character and the faith level in which a New Testament believer is expected to operate 
or rather can operate you know i remember when my husband had the stroke and you know, he was recording a sermon and uh, uh, i was inside i was uh, talking to christo and we were doing something for the church and there was a recording happening and suddenly the next thing i know is that i run to the drawing room and i see that he's on standard and i could see his face land you know on one side and of course you know emotionally it's all so uh, overwhelming right you have to like you know quickly you know i'm i texted pastor preji all that what i were i can i we can we do and we did and then you know suddenly because i know that dad is there and you know it's not easy to get hold of dad that moment and i don't know whether dad would be available and all of those things and uh, while all this thing happened uh, and our sons were trying for an ambulance you know what we did there uh, i said let's pray and raise an altar <laughs> and we took a moment before taking him out of the house we prayed and we raised an altar and he said let's go and and i was walking out and even before we could put him in the ambulance dad called and he said to me one thing he said i'm going to tell you one thing you have to tell me whether you can do it or whether you cannot do it i said yes dad i i will do it <laughs> tell me he said tell that your husband is coming back home can you do that and i said i will i will i will do it and he said mole this is a small tunnel he is going to come back uh, so i we sat in that ambulance i mean people will not believe uh, generally when this happens you know pasilijin can you know the oxygen level just drops and the person is in in a in a very different you know very weird state but on the way from our home uh, to hospital we were singing songs we you know the ambulance guy was like a crazy driver we felt like all of us will be on the road because of the way he was driving <laughs> and uh, uh in between something happened and my husband was on the stretcher and laughing and uh, we went there and we and you know we, they were like okay ventilator they kept everything ready right your ventilator and everything goes that's the usual practice and when we went there the doctor said ki ventilator ki zarurat nahi is oxygen is stable you know and it's just stable and uh, we were like okay and you know he didn't have sensation on his you know and doctor was talking to me telling me that you know don't worry these cases like this you know 3 months and you know i said yes doctor i know but it's coming home i know that and uh, and the next uh, <laughs> next day <laughs> when i went there um a doctor said uh, there's a good news he has sensation on his left hand i said uh, yeah thank you and he was looking at me he's like this girl is not excited he wasn't she wasn't worried yesterday she doesn't look excited today <laughs> and everything you know the reports everything whatever had to be whatever should have taken a month for him to you know be good enough to be discharged happened in 5 days and i remember dad had declared that month as month of sowing uh, just before that pre pastor preji had ministered and he said he spoke about you know the warfare and everything and uh, and when we were there uh, the doctor said that you know you will go home on third and uh, he said no doctor i have to be there on first because i have a meeting uh, i may have to doctor said you can't be in a meeting you can't preach 
सो ही ही लुकड एट मीन यू मेक हिम अंडरस्टैंड वर्ड एवर लैंग्वेज इज सुटेबल and i said listen it's just two days right it's just two days is like no dad has declared month of sowing i can't miss it and i remember when first he comes and he tells like santosh ek kaam karo aaj hi chale jao theek hai sab theek hai you can go home and, and then he looks at me like i told him <laughs> i told him while it it looks so nice and happy right now but it was a challenge because it was a choice a choice to believe what others are telling you or a choice to believe what god told you and that choice is something that you will have to do on a daily basis you may have to look at your family and look at every brokenness that is there and have to look and make a choice to respond in a way that enemy is anyways anticipating for you to respond or just surprise him by responding the way heaven wants you to respond when god said this when bible says this is the day that the lord has made and when lord made everything he said it's beautiful it's fine so your today irrespective of how it looks it's beautiful not because i say it because bible says it so amen so when the bible says this is the day it's beautiful the lord has made it it's not like the lord didn't know that this day is going to bring a sickness this day is going to bring a dead kind of a situation this day is going to bring some kind of challenge that you are not ready for but in that situation what do i choose god will not make that choice for you he never did that he gave you the free will and for that you have to understand who he is and the more we understand him the more we know him the more the choices become easy today if i have to tell you something you will always you can some of you say i know my mom i am going to tell this and this is what she is going to say so i will say in this fashion so that i can get a desired outcome you haven't done i have done it many times because take bringing out money from my mom's purse was the most difficult thing right like i remember our our our, our mall in mulund started all my rich friends were going and i said mom i want to go to the mall he like here 20 rupees <laughs> so what i used to do i'm saying this because pastor vijay said let your weakness be known to the people <laughs> so because i was a science student and xerox copy was 50 paise i would say it is 1 rupee test tubes 10 rupees i would say 12 rupees <laughs> note so i would mark up the price according to the way i want my own economics <laughs> and the excess would be beautifully because if i was there in that business game i would have killed it <laughs> i know my folks when doing something in palgar forgive them but <laughs> they have still not inherited that grace from me yet so um <laughs> so what i'm saying is how if we know that much about our parents and you know our friends for that matter and we can you know how much more can our understanding about god change our life our everyday conversations 
our our instincts our responses right the more we understand him the more we will know that we are less of a physical being and more of a spiritual being amen the more we understand him then the language becomes more spiritual hallelujah hallelujah are you with me you have to understand the gifts that we get you know all leaders we are here uh, you know i some of you want to have counseling gift of counseling gift of serving gift of prophesy and gift of preaching all that is good because this this all comes from favor from god yeah. it's not a rocket science any prophet will tell you i'm enjoying the favor of god many prophets will tell you i don't know what i've done to enjoy this favor but that can be sustained and amplified the way it was designed only if we have the character of god only if we are in sync with god or else everything at the end of the day will become like an entertainment value a star value and then you end up being someone that is not known by god how is it possible that the creator looks at a creation and says i don't know you which means that you have distorted the image of god in such a way that god is not able to recognize you anymore your actions doesn't have any connect similarities with this image your language doesn't have any similarities with this image your solutions your ideology your 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 priorities have no similarity you've come to a point where the whole lifestyle where the whole the institution that you are doesn't look even remotely as close as the image that you were created and you were meant to be and such a sad moment to come to him and he says i don't know creator who created you with his own hands to tell you that i don't know you but you and me are different we will not be that generation we will be a generation that will be known by god we will be known by god we are not that we will not repeat second this character isn't developed overnight so isn't it's not like you heard me saying this and now you will move out and you will operate in this character you know uh, come to this verse first timothy chapter 6 verses 11 if you can read with me it says but you this is father talking to son but you timothy are a man of god so you run from these evil things okay so a lot of things are saying like uh, love for money and all those things and he says you run from all these evil things and then he says pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith love perseverance and gentleness i was very inspired with all the greek and everything that was happening yesterday so <laughs> so my son who studied in bible college i said ye pursue ka mere ko root word bata <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a text i couldn't pronounce what is it son dio dioko android <laughs> but you know what it originally means pursue as per the root word it means to coercively drive or aggressively go after so it's not like a regular pursuing something 
the root word says aggressively going after and in a way where outwardly you are imposing things to fulfill that inner desire to achieve what you want to achieve can i can i just make it a little bit more simpler which means that i had a des- i have a desire right my desire is to be righteous lead a godly life have faith have love perseverance but having a desire is not good enough that's where you and me fail because we have a lot of desire to do the right thing but desires and actions don't when it came to you know daniel shadrak meshach and abednego i was preaching recently and i said if you read the verse in the bible it says that they thought in their heart that they will not partake from the king's table which means they had a desire to do the right thing the verse doesn't stop there they said and they spoke the same to whoever was there in charge so what did they do they imposed self aggressively went after what was their desire what does aggressively going after mean then which means it's not easy to pursue these things because of the place where we are planted right everyone will tell you are itna to chalta hi this is okay da you know from the church that i belong to at one point in time we have done so, there have so many things that they've they've done they're saying that's okay we are in today's world unfortunately today instead of church penetrating into the world the world has penetrated in the church that's a different topic altogether but when the kingdom of god chalta hai attitude is not acceptable because when he looked at you and he looked at your wretchedness and brokenness he never said chalta hai he paid a price he aggressively went after you he pursued you his desire was to redeem you and he did that for you and in fact he did it in a, in a way where he checkmate the enemy so that he can never never even attempt to take a look at you and now i am reciprocating to this i am i have a standard to maintain you know this is the love this is the sacrifice this is the standard that the cross has already shown now i am reciprocating how can i reciprocate in any other diluted way that's what i said in the beginning choice is with us every choice will shape your character daniel's life you know i i i tell say to all my kids every time you know we pray lord you came into uh, the lions den and you rescued daniel but ask yourself question why was he in the da- lions den in the first place not because he did a jol and he said that is our prayer that was not daniel daniel was in lions den because he prayed as he always did irrespective of whatever decree was live at that point in time he was praying when the everything was normal in the kingdom suddenly a decree comes that you cannot pray to yahweh he says sorry boss i am aggressively going after this god i am a loyal uh, worker loyal employee to the king i have done everything to bring him money to bring him whatever he's made me ruler of 120 province and i am taking care of all of that 
but this is where i draw a line this is where i don't agree because now it is not about king now it's about king of kings and so it says he prayed like he always used to so whatever happened in the kingdom did not affect his prayer and that's why he was in lions den that's why the lions couldn't consume him because when lions saw him lions saw someone with a character lions saw a beloved of god lions saw someone who had more or less talking or looking like god so paul says that you know what this is important timothy as a child of god as my son i am telling you that these are things are important and probably you already know them too but i am telling you knowing is not good enough you will have to pursue it you can't sit and meditate and pray for 2 hours and make it happen i pray 2 hours so 2% of righteousness has increased in me 2% of godliness has increased in me that's not going to happen what have you done in response remember we say building a character right that's the term that we use right building it's a work slowly steadily brick over brick you build something and that's how the character is built not negotiating even if you prophesied even if you raise a dead person today you are not allowed to man dilute this character you should not be known by your gifts look at look at bible no when god is talking about his children his favorite ones he is not talking about their gifts he is talking about the character david a man after king after my own amen amen it is important because in all the hallelujahs and dancing and you know <coughs> all this sound and everything we lose the essence of being a christian we lose our dna and that's not allowed that's not good you you no matter where you are no matter what industry you belong to no matter what kind of office you work when you step in that place they will have to know that the light has entered for that you will have to look like the light of the world hallelujah they have to know that the salt has entered the one that can add flavor to that place the one that can add flavor to the people in that place they have to know how will they know when you pursue something that they think is a joke when you pursue something that the world is not pursuing at all when you pursue godliness when you pursue faithfulness when you pursue love it lot madly come in their eyes because the world is not that in favor of these things you will move opposite to the current of the world but you can be assured that you'll be still walking on the water that they cannot can we quickly come to the next verse i would like to pray for you romans chapter 11 verse 17 but some of these branches from abraham's tree some of the people of israel have been broken off and you gentiles who have branches from a wild olive tree 
have been grafted in so now you also receive the blessing god has promised abraham and his children sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of god's special olive tree 24 you by nature were a branch cut from a wild olive tree so if god was willing to do something contrary to nature by grafting you into his cultivated tree he will be far more eager to graft the original branches back into the tree where they belong i was inspired by dr nainan yesterday when he was talking about economics so i thought i will show off that i did botany <laughs> not that it matters anymore but i i learned grafting when i was doing my botany biotech and i can tell you some things uh, there when i was earlier re- reading uh, the scripture um, i was always saying okay wild shoot and olive tree wild shoot and olive tree the lord brought my attention saying that it is not just wild shoot it is wild olive and olive tree so they're not very different things yet they are different okay are you with me wild olive shoot oh, that was cut off and olive tree now the wild olive although it's different from the olive tree botanically they are part of the same family i hope you can you can connect the dots right that's why even though they are different in the way they are structured yet the similarities cannot be neglected right you and me are the ones that is compared to the wild olive tree that had no connection with the god's actual olive tree but yet there were similarities right because we belong to him he created us we were his his family so he never took someone stranger but he took the part of his family which was little deserted away and made it part of the main family which was once someone else's credit right we were not supposed to be there anyways we were not counted but god in his grace and mercy took us and said hey that's my family too and he grafted us or he made us part of this olive tree now what is the difference okay one the difference is in the fruit now the wild olive and the olive tree they both bear olive as fruit okay but the one that the wild one gives are small and feeble and the one that the olive tree gives is big and has more uh, you know vehement quality in the extract look at the world and look at us it's not that world doesn't have good qualities right there's so many good people so many good people doing good things but you will realize that's not as part of the character but as part of convenience character is not on base of convenience depending on what i like this moment or what i want this moment this is my character this is 
that's not how it is right so if someone would go for a fruit to get the extract they would never go to the small shrub this wild olive they'll always go to this tree because they know that this is what will give you the real deal this is what can sustain this is what has strength in it you understand so the character that can come with us being in sync with god is a one that is fruitful is a one that will bear fruit is a one that is productive is a one that is useful for others next leaf both of them look like uh they're perennial in nature which means that they're long lasting in nature uh, they look very similar leaves as in the the appearance the outer appearance you will look and they'll be like they're good they both are good world is also good uh people of god is also good but when you go closer and you study he says that this is the leaves of a wild olive shoot are much thinner and much fragile in nature which means that if anything rough has to happen in the environment only where the tree will withstand the shrub will not same family same location same environment but the survival is more for the olive tree i am the reason why i am not explaining and linking it to bible because i am assuming that you are doing that third the size or the magnitude now what happens is that while this wild olive shoot looks green looks evergreen gives you uh olive in whatever form that you want but the stature is very small not as big as the you know real olive tree which can go till you know 15 meters or whatever so what is the danger any animal can consume the shrub anyone as docile and as simple like a cow can just consume and finish it in a second but it can it dare not come to the tree what does this mean the reason why we were taken from wherever we were and taken into god's family because god knew that you and me the creator knew you and me were capable of much more than what you thought you were capable of you looked like bearing fruit you looked like someone who will long last you looked like you had a certain stature and strength but the lord knew anyone could consume you anyone could destroy you your fruits will not long last then what did he do he took you and made you part of a tree or part of a family where he himself is the root where he himself is the provider and he will ensure that no matter what environment no matter what storm no matter what calamity he will ensure that you stand strong that was the first reason why he did that amen now what did god do when he did this graft crafting you know so how does grafting happens so there are two things that happens okay so there are two things that's called one is called stalk 
and one is called skion okay what is stock stock is your main main plant so in according to a verse this olive tree is our stock what does stock do stock is a source of everything okay and the one that is taken one that is taken from somewhere that's called skion that is attached to the stock and its responsibility is just to bear fruits or flowers whatever it can how will it do it does not have the ability but the root the main tree will ensure that this skion will get everything to produce way beyond its capacity but there is only one requirement for the grafting to happen properly it says that when they are grafted they should be joined in such a way that the tissues of both these plants the stalk and sion are joined in such a way that they look like one so that whatever is the capacity of the stalk can be passed on to the sion so that as weak as it is you know in few days you know what happens it now no longer looks like that old thing it now for a stranger who didn't know that there was a process here will look and look this to looks like the same tree only then you have to say no 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 this one no was not part it is now looking like a tree earlier if you would have seen this no right no earlier if people would have seen us would have known us but now we look so similar to that stock oh jesus and you know what is the use of such a grafting that this tree who is now joined to this main one he does not have to go through its juvenile stage it can directly skip 7 to 8 years and start bearing fruits while some olive shoots are still struggling here fruits are coming out khadoro wo shandala and this olive shoot is saying what is happening to me no one in my family is doing this my friends are not doing this my relatives are not doing this my parents are not even capable of doing this oh it's not you it's the one that you are grafted to he changed your genetics he changed your stature he changed your strength he changed the way you look and you know what he changed the way you give fruits karobo shandala daragasya the ones that looked at you and thought you were feeble you are going to be consumed this situation will consume you this situation will only bring in death this debt will not go from your family this generational curse will kill this boy will kill this and the weather was waiting the enemy was waiting but hey you started bearing fruits you started bearing fruits you know why because you were closely attached to the stock that had the ability to give you what is needed to bear fruit it's not that you couldn't have done that if you were still that white you had that because you were created no he didn't take back what he gave you when he created you but the full potential is only when you look like him the full potential is only when you speak like him 
the full potential is only when you dwell with him you in him and he in you is the only way of growth and dominion every day of your life all that you have to ask yourself did i do anything for this grafting to go away is the flow happening or is a weak area exposed it has my capacity reached to the way i was created someone once asked me mama what's my ability i said whatever is god's ability shalama ratho rama shantara i said are you operating like him and he said no mama he said you have long way to go khara shantoro priyandere can we just take a moment there's so much here but i think the lord is already doing what he's supposed to do i believe this morning lord is altering our dna he's changing our genealogy he is he is lifting he is cutting that physical genealogy and reassuring you of that grafting where you are now part of that spiritual family la khuma santiri ankenodo robo yelmana shekhotorayandara irkhadala nadarara shamadarasya every sentence that you spoke about yourself looking at your family looking at what is happening in the family saying that oh this is what i go this is what will happen to me how oh, i've run so much i've prayed so much i have loved so much all that i have done daddy but will i end up like my parents will i end up like my family will i end in curse like they did this morning holy spirit reminds you of the grafting that he has done yes things are passing on to you as hereditary but that's not physical that's spiritual arbana shara siyadaraba oma kharada receive 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 in a fresh mantle arbana darasya if you have that prayer the lord my i'm shifting my focus my focus is going to be shifting from gifts and 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 ministry and all to character arbana shethorobobo if you are that person i would like you to stand wherever you are all the ministers as ministers will all would love to pray for you arkena sathorobo this morning can you take a pledge in the presence of god that daddy i'm here to be to please you i'm here to you know look like you i'm here to talk like you nothing else will satisfy me lord oh rala baba baba shandaraba no ministry opportunity will satisfy me lord <laughs> the confidence in our selection let the confidence in our calling the confidence in our identity be restored in the name of jesus you're not what they told you you're not what the situation is defining you you're not what you went through arba shikharadalarasyandere arba baba someone needs to hear this morning you know there's there's always special when you pursue him more than anything else. hara dekha rala baba yes 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 just just lift up your hands your hearts your mind to the lord and just say lord here i am here i am here i am locate me lord 
I want to look like you. I want to speak like you. I want to be so well crafted in your body that there's no difference between you and me. Radha Radha Baba. Oh, every barrenness in spirit, I cancel it in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. As your, as your children, as they step out of this revival, dreamers, uh, they will be known as dreamers uh, who dream with God, uh, who dream about God, uh, who walk with God. Uh. The Lord wants you to know that your capacity is not defined by where you were born. Your capacity is not defined by a piece of paper. Daddy, 
Daddy Jesus, I give your children into your hands. Your eyes that gazes upon us, looks after us all the time. We pray that this morning you will give us the grace to hold on and to know how beautiful it is to choose you every time over everything else. As we go back to our families, our churches, our workplaces, help us, Lord, to look a less of less like us and more like you. Our shadows have qualities, and the world is yet to see. Our dresses have certain abilities that the world is yet to see. Our names have certain qualities that the world is yet to see. And Father, we pray that we get there where you want us to be. That we will be known by you. And we can reciprocate, Lord, in the same stature the way you did for us, Lord. We give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said,